0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So, were Vladimir Putin and the Russian invasion of Ukraine to develop into a global conflict, what are Canada's military capabilities? Land, sea, air. Vice Admiral Mark Norman, former Vice Chief of Staff of the Canadian Armed Forces, former commander of the Canadian Navy, now retired, Joins us on the Roy Green Show, Admiral. Good to have you with us. How are you?
1: Well, good afternoon, Roy, and to you and your listeners. And uh, I'm I'm well concerned, obviously, like uh, most Canadians, and uh, my thoughts go out to uh, the millions of Ukrainians uh, and their family and friends here in Canada who are suffering through this this uh, this tragic situation.
0: Yes. So we have the Ukrainian military under equipped, undermanned but they're giving the Russians, it appears, a bloody nose. Are you surprised? Is is Russia's military might overestimated, or is this a conscript army with aging equipment facing a determined people defending their homes?
1: Well, yeah, I I think it's a little bit of the latter. Um, And certainly what I'm seeing and reading is that uh, notwithstanding the the overmatch uh, that you described, the Ukrainians are... um, putting up a a good fight. And, uh, you know, I think the Russians may have been, uh, first of all, they may have underestimated uh, what what they were going into. I think their senior leaders uh, probably uh, were told or explained to the Russian troops that uh, they were going in to liberate a a population that was uh, fundamentally unhappy and that they were going to be seen as some sort of saviors when in fact uh, that's the exact opposite treatment that they're getting. So um, we're in the very early days here, um, but uh, I I think, uh, you know, this is a long road ahead. Are you
0: surprised, Admiral Norman, at how well the Ukrainian military and the people of Ukraine have stood up to the Russians?
1: Um, I'm not, um, based on what I read, as many of your listeners would have, uh, with respect to you know, they're, I mean, ultimately, you know, they have decided uh, that they want to be a democracy and they no longer want to be um, under Russian control. And that in and of itself uh, is a huge motivator. So um, hopefully uh, their their commitment can be sustained uh, logistically. I think that's a big concern in, in the near to medium term is their ability, as the president said yesterday, uh, You know, he needs ammunition. Um, They're going to need, you know, food, supplies, fuel, and the like. And uh, the Russians are certainly going to try and choke them off.
0: The world is starting to uh, respond positively. Germany, for the first time, is actually sending offensive weapons to another country, so that's a good sign. Uh, How much concern do you have? And I've heard the words existential threat. How much concern do you have, Admiral Norman, that it may come to NATO versus Russia and maybe with China, at least m- morally, backing Russia. How concerned are you about that?
1: Yeah. So um, let me tackle that in reverse order. Um, obviously, China is going to watch this with great interest. You and I have discussed uh, Chinese activities and Chinese motivation several times uh, together, and they're going to they're going to watch exactly how Russia is handling this, and how, more importantly, how the West, uh, NATO, and the United States, in particular, are reacting to it because that will inform any future decisions they may choose to make. Um, and specifically, as it relates to uh, their their ambitions towards Taiwan, um, I think they're going to stay out of this. Um, I, I don't know how uh, exactly they'll they'll involve themselves, even if it's just through some sort of statement. But we've already seen an abstention in the Security Council and, and my instinct tells me that they will continue to take almost a neutral um and and passively supportive role. Now to your first part of your question, uh, the existential nature of the problem. I I think um and you know, at the risk of underestimating this, and, and I did I did underestimate Putin's resolve to actually invade, but I will say I, I think his eyes are are focused on ukraine specifically and what it represents both ideologically uh geographically historically i do not believe that um that uh, either he has the capacity nor the desire uh to to um, make any kind of direct attack on nato um, but at the same time i think the nato responses that we're observing and and, and witnessing are entirely appropriate to the circumstance, and reinforcing the eastern flank is exactly what needs to be done um, for various reasons, including demonstrating to him that NATO are uh, unified, committed, and uh, they're not—they're not, they're, they're, they're not going to be intimidated by his actions.
0: So, when we bring this home and we look at the Canadian Armed Forces—the Navy, the Air Force, the Army—what is our capability to fight? And meet NATO obligations if it were to come to that I'm not questioning the 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 ability of our men and women in the Canadian Armed Forces to hold up their end and be very professional and uh, very determined but what about the equipment they have how capable are we
1: yeah well I'm glad you made that that important distinction because I, I think that that is um, probably the most uh, powerful um, and uh, and compelling aspect of the Canadian Armed Forces is the women and men that serve in it. But nonetheless, your question uh, is a really important one. I, I think I would say uh, a few things. I would say um, the armed forces of uh, Canadian Armed Forces of 2022 is uh, uh, woefully uh, under-equipped, uh, under-resourced. Um, it has been allowed to atrophy uh, over decades for um, for a variety of reasons, uh, most of them political, um, and and everybody shares in this responsibility. It's not one team uh, versus another. Um, A number of uh, short-term risk management decisions uh, have been made that uh, have resulted in um, uh, equipment basically rusting out, fleets being way too small, um, supplies and, and supporting equipment, ammunition, all the rest of it, has been risk managed uh, to the point where um, there's not a lot of bench strength, um, and of course we know it's been it's been well documented recently that. Uh, the the actual strength um, in terms of people strength of the armed forces is well below where it should be. Um, I'll just leave it at that. There's lots more that could be discussed, but now's not the time.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green.